0: our mission team to Belize just got back um, last week. So today you're going to get to hear about what God is doing in Belize and through our church. And the purpose of this is, it's a couple of things, but it's to bring God glory and share what he's doing. It's to encourage and build up the church and put in your heart what God's heart is for missions and the gospel. So if the Belize team can just go ahead and come up here. I want you guys to come up to the front here. You guys can have a seat, actually. They're each going to share just a little bit about our trip. Um, but first, I just want to give you a little bit of an idea of, of what happened on our trip before we get there. So, we've been going to Belize since 2009. Um, 2008, actually. I've been going since 2009. 2009. And we've been working in the village of Libertad, which is in northern Belize. And our ministry this week happened in two places. The first was there in Libertad, which is a Spanish word for liberty, Mike. Is that right? Yes. So it was, we didn't intend to end up there the first year we went. But that's where the Lord took us when we signed up with the missions organization. And we worked with the Libertad Baptist Church, like Liberty Baptist. So it was cool that God brought that together together. So we worked there where we've worked for years and our primary goal in Libertad this year was to build a n- new home for um, Mr. Charles Stanford. He's a faithful man in the church that's always been there. Um, he's the first one there, the last one to leave. He cleans it up And he takes care of us when we're there. And his home had been eaten by termites. So one of our projects was to build him a new home. And then we were also working in a new location with a pastor we met last year. It's called Calcutta is the village. And it's about five minutes from Libertad, five-minute drive. And we worked with Pastor David Smith. So we worked in two locations this year. I'm just going to briefly highlight some of the things we did before the team shares. On uh, Saturday, we got to go and pray for people in Libertad, and we ordered supplies for the home, and we got to meet Pastor Smith. Sunday, we had church, just like you guys did back here. Our team prayed for service, except our service was three and a half hours long, which is probably a little longer than it was here. Belize services can go long sometimes, but it was great. We had some people share testimonies, and the Lord did some really cool stuff, which I'm sure you'll hear about. Then we ate with the church, and we fellowshiped, and we got to go door-to-door with them. Um, Members of the church took us as a team in different groups through the whole village, and we got to meet people, we got to pray with people, we got to go into people's homes. It was really cool. We got to share the gospel with some of them and invite them to our outreach service on Wednesday night we were having. Uh, Monday through Thursday, we were helping tutor in a summer school, and the beginning of that was an hour for Bible time. So we did Bible lessons. We did um, songs with them and some different things. Lar dean came up with an awesome program for us. And then we would help them in school where they were weak. Now, some of us are really good at school, and maybe some of us, like, school isn't our thing. But it was cool because we were still able to really help the kids and show the love of Jesus to them, um, whether we felt strong in certain areas or not. We also had an opportunity to get on the radio in Belize and broadcast what was going on and uh, let people know about our Wednesday night service. Mike Smith got on the radio in Spanish and English, which was awesome. Um, So we did that Monday through Thursday. Wednesday, we also prepped food for families. Um, Belize in general, is a very poor country. If you go there and stop off from a cruise or you go there for a vacation or something, which a lot of people do, you're probably like, oh, it's not that poor. Look at all these nice places. But that's just like any other country that has tourist areas, right? So there's a lot of uh, poor areas in Belize, and um, people do struggle to put food on the table. So one of the ministries that Pastor Smith wanted to do was to have food for families that were in need. And if they came to the Wednesday night service, they were able to pick up basic provisions for them to be able to cook with. So we did that, and we bagged that. That evening, another three-hour church service, we had 12 people receive Christ, which was awesome. 14 more people rededicated their lives, and a lot of other people came forward just for prayer about what was going on in their lives. Um, and the food that was left over, which we did have food left over on Thursday, we were able to take that and give it to elderly and poor families in the area that weren't able to get to church. So that was very cool as well. So that's a very basic and brief highlight of what happened on our trip, but our team is going to share awesome things that God did. So who wants to go first on the team? I know it's not Lily. All right, Josh.
1: Hi, everybody. Um... Yeah, Belize. I thought that I was going to go to Belize and bring Jesus and, you know, contribute, but the Holy Spirit is in that church. Um, they, I mean, they really, you know, like, I don't know how to explain it, but when I got to that church, I mean, I felt really blessed being there, and the pastor is really great. Um, what, what's the name of the, yeah, David Smith, yeah, that's right, Um he was a, He's a really good pastor. I mean, his message is just like very reaching to your soul. You know, like he just stands there. He doesn't have a sermon. It's not all laid out. He just speaks to you. And it was really, really neat being there. So I thought I'd just share that. But um, we met with a family and we walked the streets um, in Belize. Uh, we saw how poor these people actually are. And when you said they're poor, they are. I mean, their houses are all, I noticed, they're all done in like stages, you know, nobody starts a project there, and then, you know, so there's half-done stucco on everyone's house. We We visited with them in their home, and they are so gracious and just loving, and they, you know, they need us there. They were so encouraged by us just being there and sharing what's going on, and you know, and, and just, and, and, you know, us just loving on them and them loving on us. So, um, yeah, that family, they, you know, they, all the, all the, uh, the father of the family, um, uh, San, Santiago and his wife, Wendy, all they cared about was just providing for their kids, making sure they got a good education and something better than they had, you know, um, we got to see their house and all the little houses are all cramped, you know, and. You know, they just got little rooms built everywhere, and stuff's just all piled in there as much as they can, you know. Um, so, yeah, uh, they they are they are poor. <laughs> and some are worse than others. I mean, we were with one of the, you know, better-off families. He was a police officer, and, um, you know, again, all he cared about, he didn't even have a car. He took a bus, you know, and he had five kids, and, you know, that was the main goal is getting them educated. So... Um, I was in charge of the construction project, and that was awesome. You know, we just got to see the heart of the Belizeans. You know, and, and and the thing I didn't realize is that you know they kind of all just help each other out. You know, there's no real like method of payment. You know, it, especially in the group that we were with, because they're just kind of like, you know, there's not a lot to go around. You know, and so everyone was just kind of helping each other out. You know, I I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Is kind of how I felt about it, and uh, to be a part of that was just awesome, and right at the end, uh, you know, when we were wrapping up, I mean, the, he was so grateful, I mean, it moved him to tears, talking about, you know, his house before, I didn't get to see it, but I saw pictures, and from what I understand, it was pretty bad, and, you know, everybody was there just loving on him, and, you know, showing, and just, you know, reorganizing the foundation, and, and just building this house, and everybody was just doing a really wonderful job. And I got to meet a lot of good friends and make a lot of friends. And and everybody was working together, really cool. So that's it.
0: Thank you, Josh. Um, before we go any further, actually, I forgot to release our three to five year old children for their class. So three to five year olds, you can go. Spencer. <laughs> All right, who's next? Kate.
2: Hello, everyone. Hi. Um, So, this was my first mission trip. Missions has been on my heart for a while, since I was about 16, which is way before I actually knew Christ. Um, So, much like Josh said, I thought, oh, we're going to go there, we're going to spread Jesus, it's going to be great, and... I got really sick. Um, I spent about two and a half days in bed at the hotel. So I missed a lot of these amazing opportunities that my teammates were able to do. Um, But through that time, the Lord really worked through me, which I was not expecting. I was there to help others, right? Um, But the tables were turned, and God knew I needed to rest in his truth and love and to focus on prayer. Because when I was sick in bed, I couldn't do anything. I could only pray. And I would pray for the whole team. I prayed for all the people we had helped minister to. Um, and just hearing all those people dedicate their lives to Christ and come to Christ and open their hearts up for prayer, that was just amazing. So I'm um, very grateful for everyone who supported us and prayed for us, and um, I did get to spend a lot of time, some time with the children, which, if you know me, you know I love children. (laughs) Uh, My family checked my suitcases to make sure I didn't take any of them home. (laughs) Um, But there's a little girl, and I felt so honored that God used me to speak to her. Her name is Purity. She's seven years old, and she has such a sweet spirit. And she was having all these terrifying nightmares, and she would be sleepwalking and bothering her family, and she wouldn't remember. Um, And so I just got to pray for her and open up and share my similar experiences when I was a young girl, too. And that was just just amazing. And seeing the children um, just light up, just us wanting to be there, because I'm not great at school, I'm not gonna lie, but they could see that we cared and that we loved them and they just lit up. That's all they need is love. So I really appreciate everyone that helped us get to the the town and that prayed for us.
0: Thank you, Kate. Andrea.
3: This was my first mission trip, first time out of the country, so I was, like, really excited about that. Um, I did not know what to expect. Um, I didn't think that I'd be encouraged so much by these people. They have so much love and so much faith that I was just like, whoa. They have, like, so little, and uh, they're just, like, so content and it was just really cool to see that. And, like, I have, like, so much here at home. Yeah, I complain, like, all the time because I don't have something. And, like, these kids, like, I never heard one complaint from them. They were just, like, so happy. And I was on my way home from the airport, and my little sister was uh, complaining about something. I was like, no, you cannot complain. You have so much. You're so spoiled that you, like, you just can't complain. It's not an option. So... um, but I had a really good time. I love my team. Um, they like became my family. I love them so much. Um, like I don't think I could be blessed with the greater team. Like you guys are awesome. Um, so yeah, I can't wait till next year. Like the experience of a mission trip is just amazing, and like if you've never been, go.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Andrea. One of our guys. Ryan, you guys are all going to come up here, so.
4: All right, so I didn't really prepare anything to say. Uh, It's kind of awkward because I feel like it's just kind of. But I would just encourage you guys to go on a trip if, um, if you haven't. Uh, I actually didn't want to go when it first came up. I had a couple people tell me to, and. I was saving up for some other stuff, and God just really made it clear I should go, and then afterwards, I tore my knee, and so that kind of messed it up. Got down there, my knee was still pretty bad, still did the construction with Josh, and uh, God just kept providing throughout the trip, uh, just, you know, just giving me comfort where I needed, healing me where I needed to for the day being, and uh, yeah, I did really helped uh, something that had been on my heart a lot is the parable of the talents where um some of them were given less and they buried them and it i know short term missions doesn't really seem like you're doing a lot but it really does and you know you'll meet a lot of people you don't know where um you know how much it'll mean into their lives just that little bit of time you spent with them the same time being down there I went down a week early and got to talk to a lot of people in Belize City um just kind of on my own and it's just uh it's really crazy going down there. It's like it feels like they should be coming up here and doing mission trips because they're a lot more fervent down there. And uh, so yeah, really, I just encourage you guys to go out there. Um, Jesus says, when you clothe the poor and you visit the sick and the prisoners, that you're doing it for him, and so yeah, go do it.
0: Thanks, Ryan. Lily.
5: All right. So, um when the mission trip I first started hearing about it, I've always been kind of curious about mission trip but never really did anything towards it because I was like, I know we have it good in America. I don't want to go and experience something else, but <laughs> but I realized um there was a spot that opened up and I realized it was just selfishness. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, (laughs) I'm like, stop looking at me, (laughs) um, um, so even when I went down there, it it was still just, um, I was thinking of it as a vacation, but I realized, like, when I got down there, it was, um, the people were so open, and, um, I mean, a lot of what I would be saying is repeating what everybody else is saying, but it really is true. Um, I just realized, like... Sorry. <laughs> this is where I start making weird noises. <laughs> um, I just realized that... I mean, I always kind of knew... I know in my head the right things, but, like, feeling them wasn't something that I did. And um, I just realized while I was down there that it really is true, like, life isn't about us. And the people down there, like, really get that. It's not about them. And I think it's easier to realize when you don't, like, really have anything. So, and it's it's true here, too. We just don't experience it, experience it as much. We go to God when we don't, when we're in times of trouble. But when we're good, we're good, and we don't need him. So... I just realized, like, these people live like that all the time. They live relying on God, and it was just, I think mean, it was more of a blessing for me than it was for them. <laughs> but, I mean, I really enjoyed getting to work with the kids. I was one of the ones that didn't really belong in the school part, but I tried my best. <laughs> I was moved from the higher math class down to the kindergartners. <laughs> one kid asked me how to do a fraction, and I was like, I can't help you. I don't know. <laughs> So I went down to help um, kids learn how to spell. (laughs) But then one kid asked me why thumb was spelled with a B, and I couldn't tell him. I don't know. I was like, sometimes language is confusing. I'm still trying to understand it. But um, it was just really encouraging, like loving on the kids and um, getting to know them and like how um, little it took for them to just want to love on you all day and want to be next to you and so, dang it, I just looked at my dad. I can't cry. Okay. Oh <laughs> Stop looking at me. <laughs> all right, well, um, so yeah, that's it. I mean, thank you for all the support to go down there and the prayers. And it really helped us to um, see God move. And I would encourage everybody to go on a missions trip because it encourages you to, I mean, it forces you to think outside of yourself and um, that life isn't about what you want. It's about what God wants. So... Let's
0: Thank you, Lily. You did good. Who else? Who's next? Sarah.
6: Alright, so... I was, like, really questioning if I was even going to be able to go on the mission trip because the job that I have, it's really hard to get off. And it was kind of a blessing in disguise because my job, they take forever to answer yes or no. And I got the okay probably about, I think, a month and a half or so in advance, which was awesome. And money just kind of fell in thanks to the support of everybody here, family. Um, So I do appreciate that. everyone who did give their time and prayers. Um, And once I got there, it was also really nice because um, I didn't do good in school. I was kind of a middle to lower grade student. But just even showing your confidence level and kind of speaking to these kids, it builds their confidence. And with confidence, they can do a lot more. Um, So I was able to teach you a kid edition, and letters, which he really didn't know at all. He was a standard two, which is kind of like middle school, I guess. Is that? Is it? Okay. Well, it's like second grade. I don't know. (laughs) But um, he didn't know any of his letters. He didn't even really know how to spell his name. So it was really cool being able to teach him that. And then... um, also I was on the construction team which was a huge blessing. Um, I didn't feel like I was doing much at first but being able to hand tools and everything like that it was awesome. Don't she, awesome. <laughs> <That's right.
1: laughs> no she was great. <laughs> always
6: there like want well, this or that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Josh. Um, but yeah toward the end it was really nice because just Mr. Stanford's face at the very end. And hearing him say how much of a blessing it was for him, even though we got steps away from finishing the house, and he's like, this is more than complete to me. So, it's just a huge blessing. So, you guys should go.
7: Spencer. Hey, guys. So, believe it or not, this was my first mission trip to Belize. I've been trying to go, I think, since I started coming to this church, and it always kind of fell through. Um, Fell through in a good and bad way, just because there's stuff that came up. But it was actually a really big blessing to go. Um, I was really blessed by the diversity of the team. Um, I think it was more obvious to other people than it was to me. I think Jordan was just saying, like, yeah, it's just kind of crazy, all the personality types. And then we all came together, and it was just really cool to see how God used that. And I also... I know that a lot of the people that have gone before were that they couldn't go this time. But it was just cool in the sense that uh, it was different than other times, and God really used that working with the two churches in Libertad and in Corozal, and just with the different pastors. Um, it was really cool. I was really blessed, um, just as uh, Sarah said, Mr. Stanford. Um, we were there the whole week um, building a house under Josh's awesome supervision. And uh, and another guy, what was his name? Albert. 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 That was Calbert. <laughs> I always called him Albert. But he he was really cool. We had built some good relationships with him. But uh, just seeing Mr. Stanford's face when we had finished was really cool. And just as Sarah said, like, seeing him break down, this guy talked very little to not at all. Um, and to see how blessed he was. And then also just by the pastors down there, the church, um, Pastor West had just said that, how encouraged they were for us to leave our country to come build them a house and that they wanted to do that the same for someone else and to just carry that on. Mm. Um, Something that really spoke to me, it was interesting because it was spoken through the first pastor, um, Pastor Smith, and he said to the whole team just how uh, God is a loving father and we need to really view him like that. And for me personally, um, I just forget that just because the way I was raised and I just don't always... Think of God that way, and um, it was just really encouraged to be reminded of that. Because when we come and approach God as a loving Father, um, it changes everything. You know, if you're coming from the opposite view. And then what was really cool it was the last day it was Pastor West. He uh, he was praying for the team, and um, he it was like a it's a little broken. So hopefully you understand it when I read it. But it says uh, help, He's using a metaphor, when he's praying. He's like, help us not to be like the doll. And it says, the daughter comes to the mother and says, like, Mama, I love the doll, and it, it doesn't love me back. And so the mom immediately stops what she's doing, and she goes and loves her daughter. And so for us, I just thought that was really cool, because how many times are we loving something else besides God? And when, we love, when God's already loving us, and we just need to turn and love him. And so I thought it was really good.
0: Thank you, Spencer. Alicia.
8: Can I sit down? I'm having kind of like a hard time breathing right now. I don't know why. Okay. I'm sorry. I've been having some like heart problem, weird things lately. So I'm just going to sit and not faint or something. Um, But I can honestly say that I did not. um, I never felt like a call to go on missions. And I think that's probably like... 98% 98% of like US churchgoers. So, they sit around and maybe wait for like a call, but um I finally decided I'm like I think we should just go. Um uh that would probably be good. Um because I really me and Josh really started um just doing like uh like uh really intimate time with, like, God and reading our Bible, and we were kind of not doing that before, and I'm like, okay, well, God calls us to be on mission, like, all the time, and, like, we aren't doing that, (laughs) so sitting around waiting for a call seems kind of um, ironic, but uh, so, yeah, we just kind of took a leap, and we didn't really know um, how we were going to afford going on mission, and that's also another stumbling block for a lot of people um, from what I understand. And so we just put up, I mean, like I told Josh, I'm like, I'm just going to put up like a GoFundMe thing and I'm going to send out some letters to our family members. And like the Lord provided, like we raised like $2,400 and we did not have to pay for our mission trip. And that was like, that was amazing. So um, I was also really nervous to go because we found out we were expecting our second child and I have like family members and friends telling me like calling me daily almost saying did you know that uh you're gonna get zika virus if you go down did you know zika they're like are you worried I'm like no (laughs) but I mean granted like I was a little worried but I sat down to read my Bible right before I was going to bed one night, and I was just praying to God. I'm like, God, like, I know you can protect me. Like, I know you can do this, and I know that you wouldn't provide for us and allow us to go, like, make open this door for us if I wasn't going to be safe. And so I'm like, I'm, I talk to God kind of like a person. <laughs> like, he's right next to me. And I'm like, I'm like, God, like, like, show me something, tell me something that you're going to, like, protect me. I just need, like, confirmation, just, like, rest my heart a little. And I'm like, what's that verse? I'm like, you know that verse that's, like, ask and you shall receive? And I'm like, okay, well, I just, like, started reading my Bible, and I, like, turned to Matthew 7. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm like, you are so funny. <laughs> so um, that's the ask and you shall receive verse. And so... Um, so I just want to encourage anyone that's like, not sure if you can go, not sure if you can afford it, Like the Lord will provide because you are called to go on mission. And um, I just want to share like a real kind of quick story. Um, we had a we went to the same restaurant uh, basically like three times a day the entire week and we had um, the same server like a female server that would come out and ask us what we want to drink and give us our food and everything and Um, She was so sweet, and she was so nice and accommodating, and, like, um, I think Mike had, her name was Miss Mai, and Mike had invited her to come to the outreach service on Wednesday night, and uh, I don't, I wasn't really in, I didn't really hear the conversation, but anyway, she showed up, and that's when everyone was, like, being called to come to the front if they need prayer, and Um, Something really cool She came up to the front And she sat right next to me And she just started like crying And I could tell that she was really hurting And I asked if I could pray with her And um, she was going on to tell me That she hasn't been to church in a while And she's having um, a lot of problems From her past come up And she was telling me That she was really afraid to pray Like she wouldn't pray Like she was afraid something bad Was going to happen to her if she prays And so um, I just took some time to pray with her and, like, encourage her that, like, the Lord is her refuge and that she shouldn't be afraid of anything and just, like, rebuke the enemy. And it kind of, it kind of tied in with the sermons that we've been having at Liberty lately. And um, so that was, like, that was really cool because it was, it was interesting to see how joyful she was, like, walking around and like, being so accommodating to us, but like in reality, she's like scared to death and suffering. And um, so that kind of just opened my eyes to just the Belize culture of people seem very happy and joyful, but like we aren't really sure what's going on with them. And that also applies in the US. And so um, that was just uh, very interesting and encouraging to see, and also working with the children Um, I did get to work with a little girl for... I tried to stick with the same person for most of the week just so I could kind of build a relationship with them. And um, she really learned a lot, like, education wise like um she was actually getting long division on her own by the end of the week which is really awesome and I had to actually look in the teacher's book and reteach myself long division because I hadn't done it in so long so (laughs) yeah I'm like reading this book like how do I do this so um yeah but it did it it was amazing in the end and just to see her open up to her classmates and start kind of making friends that was um I think someone just needed to sit down with her and show her some kindness because no one was really talking to her. So it was it was a great opportunity just to um, build relationships and share the gospel with people and show the love of Christ. And I encourage anyone um, that would be willing to go to go. So that's all.
0: Thank you, Alicia. I forgot to share earlier, um, aside from the 12 people that received Christ, um, at our Wednesday night service, I was also told that 12 children received Christ at our Bible lessons during the, the school tutoring. So that was awesome as well. Mike? Mike's been coming to Belize since 2009 as well.
9: Uh, good morning, everyone. Buenos dias. <laughs> uh, so, so you know, Justice said I've, I've been to Belize... Uh, eight times now with with Liberty, and I'd have to put this trip up in the top three. Um, the first the first slot always goes to my first trip down there because that's where I met Christ was the first time I went there, so that's always going to take the first spot. But this trip was definitely either two or three, um, and there's a lot of reasons for that. I I noticed uh, Dan's not here this morning. Can I take his time? <laughs> That's, 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 that's good for about half an hour, right? Um, <laughs> um, so, so no, I'm, seriously, I want to I wanna thank everybody over the years for supporting the Belize missions and continuing this. There's been sometimes questioning the direction or the, the different things. Like, are we doing the right thing? Are we doing... Um, should we change things? Should we do something different? um but i I've, i gotta I gotta say that things that i 've been waiting for and praying for since two thousand and nine two thousand and ten they 're starting to come to pass um, you know i i didn 't when I, the first time I went down there you know the, the idea of sharing the gospel with somebody to to go to somebody's house and and talk about Jesus, like that was that was a foreign concept to me. I had to go to a foreign country to learn that. Um, and now this this year, there this guy this guy comes up to us and says, "You should advertise for your outreach on the radio." And and I said, "I, I don't know, I don't know, man. I don't know if we should do that." And and then Justice said, "Hey, you're doing it." <laughs> <laughs> and so and so. I went on on the radio, and I was talking about Jesus on the radio. And that was I've never done that before. <laughs> um, and and so that was that was a cool experience to get to do that. And then the outreach service, um, like like they said, the twelve people accepted Christ. A bunch more came and and rededicated their lives, received prayer for struggles in their lives, things that they were having a hard time dealing with, and it was amazing to see that happen. But also, over the years, we've we've mostly worked in Libertad. This was our first time in Calcutta, and it's been an interesting thing to see some of the struggles that we have had a hard time dealing with, being down just once or twice a year in Libertad, through this connection now in Calcutta, the pastors in Pastor Smith and Pastor West from these two different villages are regularly meeting now. They're building each other up, encouraging each other up, and that connection, God made that connection through us, through them, through just working everything together. And it's been amazing to see that. And and as well, the this church in Calcutta they, they'd been struggling. Um, Pastor Smith was, was kind of needing a refresher. He he's, he's, was getting a little burned. There's been a lot of struggles at his church, and just to, to have a team come down and to pour into them for even for a week. Um, you know, he called me yesterday morning and from Belize, and it's, it's expensive to do international calling from that. It's not cheap for them to do that. Um, and he, he wanted to call me and, and for me to tell you all here that what an amazing blessing it was for their church to have a team come and to just, just pour into them for that time. And especially the, the, he loves the, the heart and the vision that, that we have for the children. Um, Dan, Dan was able to share a lot about the Liberty Classical School And that's something that, as it turns out, this church wants to start something like that in the future. And so to have this team come and and the way things were arranged, we happened to meet Pastor Smith in in that restaurant with Miss Nidia Mai, who we had met the first time we had been in Belize. And so this connection over the years, as things build, as we get to know more people, make more connections, that these needs are exposed, that God reveals these things, and then the experiences that we have here are being used down there to build up and encourage people there. And it's, it's just, I can't say how amazing it is to see God move Everything and truly work all things together for the good of those that love Him. And so, and so I know there's there's some here that that you know you've you've been before. You're not sure if you should go back. There's others that maybe have never been before. You don't know, um, you know. But I, I gotta say that if there's even a the slightest indication that that maybe you should go, just do do it and trust God for, for what happens. I never thought I would be up in front of a, a church sharing the gospel and on the radio sharing the gospel and, and things like that, and I, I didn't feel like I was qualified. I didn't know if my Spanish was good enough to reach the people. Um, but, I mean, look, look, just look at, what, look at what happened, look at the, the stories, and, I, and all I had to do was just trust in the Lord to lead me and to, and to just be faithful to what he had called me to do. So I just want to encourage everyone this morning to to do that. Whether whether yeah, you maybe you stay here and you're doing things here, Um, or if you if you are supposed to go, but just whatever it is, just trust him, walk in faith, and uh, I mean, just the things that the Lord will do through you will be just indescribable. So thank you.
0: when the uh well two things first i don't know if you caught it but uh mike actually preached the gospel in english and spanish our outreach night when 12 people were saved so that was awesome also the radio um it wasn't just once it was actually repeated and we heard it in the car multiple times and we didn't drive a ton but it came on in the middle of the national news uh and this was a secular secular radio station as well so that was awesome all right jordan you're the last one, right?
10: Good night, church. That's what they say down there. <laughs> You're like, good, I can go to bed. No, I'm just going to talk first. Okay, Um, going on this trip. <laughs> Shut up. Going on this trip, Um, I heard about your mission trip, and you were like, pray if you want to, like, ask Jesus if you want to see something. So I'm like, All right, Jesus, show me some stuff on this trip. Like, I want to see people raised from the dead and stuff. (laughs) Not other stuff, really. I didn't didn't think that was gonna happen, but so I had like high expectations, and I was like a little discouraged when I was like, "Oh, we're doing class nine to three. Not even doing like a VBS, really." Um, but (laughs) anyways. Um, so, Jesus did, like, good work there, and, like, also going into it, I was like, what is this team? Like, looking back at, like, past bullies, bullies teams, no, like, looking back at past bullies teams, they're, like, all friends and stuff, and, like, I just really felt like this was a randomly picked team, and, like, it was just, like, awesome how, like, God used us all and brought us together, like, Jesus literally picked our team, and it was awesome, like, just to see how we all, like, connected and stuff, and, like, I believe we're all going to be friends and continue to be friends after this because we like founded such good friendship there. And um, so in Belize, during the class time, I had this like four-year-old girl, because that's my education level, and (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) her name was Ketna or something like that, but I gave her American name. I called her Caitlin. (laughs) And we were learning numbers one through five. Like, she could count that, but she, like, couldn't read the numbers. Like, she didn't know what number was what. She, like, every day, she just didn't get it. She just did not get it. But at the end of the week, she kind of got it. Um, but anyways, like, it was, I don't know. My favorite, I'm just going to skip all this blabbering. Okay, Wednesday night was my favorite night, and... Um, I guess this is where this was where um, Jesus like showed me stuff, and I I really felt like God just gave me His heart for when everyone was like accepting Jesus in their heart and like recommitting their lives to Jesus because I don't know I was just like overwhelmed with joy like I just felt like crying like it was amazing and the trip was really good and am I done? Okay, and I and we shared our testimonies on Sunday. Me, Lily, and Alicia. I don't know if you had knew like we kind of had similar testimonies or not. But anyways, it was like perfect how we were all three on Sunday. And then Pastor Smith was like, "If anyone can like identify with these testimonies, like come up here." And like five people came up, and I got to well, we all got to pray with them, and it was just like cool seeing like people all around the world are, like going through the same stuff and. We all believe in the same God, and the same God is, like, helping us through it. So that was very encouraging, and that's all.
0: Awesome. Thank you. I have two very short exhortations. I'm going to cut out most of what I was going to say. But first, I want to do two things. One, thank you for everyone who donated to Mr. Stanford's house. Um, We raised $2,500 to build the home. So thank you for everyone who gave to that. The picture of the finished house, we weren't quite able to finish it before we left. We had most of it done. They have finished the house. They were supposed to give me a picture before today, but it didn't work out. And you know what? That happens. Getting a picture from all the way over there can be difficult. So thank you. Secondly, we're going to show a slideshow. It's only five minutes long. um, But it'll kind of help you see what the team was talking about. There were so many pictures and videos, it was hard to choose five minutes worth. It easily could have been 20 minutes. But God did some awesome things down there. Short-term missions sometimes can get a a bad rap, and and I understand why, because I've led a lot of short-term mission trips. But what the Lord was really speaking to me about down there, and Mike kind of hit on some of it, is the Lord does have a place and a purpose for short-term missions, Especially when you build relationships with people over time like we have and you return to the same place. But I was able to sit down and spend several hours each day with Pastor Smith and and hear his heart for the Lord and his church and the people of Belize. And he shared how difficult it was to minister there. And like Mike said, they were he was kind of at a place where he was he was almost a little bit burned out because it's hard. It's hard to minister to people. When we took food, you know, I met an, an elderly lady I don't know how old she was, she was pretty old and she had Parkinson's and she was like living in, you know, a tiny little place and didn't have food. Ministering is difficult there. And he needed encouragement. Encouragement is what this trip and really what I think a lot of missions is about because the Lord is faithful to provide um, and he he will always do that. But our team and our trip encouraged Pastor Smith and his church and just confirmed and reminded him that the Lord is faithful. Um, It renewed him and gave him what he needed to continue to minister. Pastor West in the church over at Libertad spoke of how greatly encouraged they were, and Joe West, who helps run the church, he took a whole week off of work, which, I mean, when you have an actual job there that is not something a whole lot of people have, and taking off a week of work is a lot more difficult than it is even here, and for a lot of us, taking off a week of work, you know... It's like, oh, wow. Um, And he told me that he didn't want to discourage the other people that were working on the website. He said, sometimes we need to make sacrifices to encourage each other, and that's what you guys have done. That's what I need to do. So he took a whole week off work to stay there and work on the house. Our team, as well, was greatly blessed and encouraged, and I, I hope you were able to see that by them sharing. The Lord brought our churches, these three churches, together to do many things Um, but he really brought us together to encourage and build each other up. And so two exhortations here as we get ready to close this morning. Church, look to build up and encourage each other here, okay? The Lord has called us to do that, to build up each other and encourage each other. Be here, minister to one another, and serve alongside each other. As a team, we got to serve alongside each other all week, and so like we built awesome relationships and connections, and we were encouraged because we were seeking the Lord together going on the mission field you spend a whole week and so it's it's a concentrated time to be able to do that but it's not the only time as a church we're called to minister and be on the mission field here join in don't miss it out work together and encourage each other don't sit on the sidelines don't miss church on sunday morning because you stayed out too late don't skip work days Even though you maybe don't want to work, don't miss out on prayer meetings. These aren't just opportunities to seek the Lord, which they are, and to do his work. It's also opportunities to encourage each other and build each other up. You come, you get encouraged, and you also encourage other people. You are truly missing out, and I'm missing out too when I'm there and you're not there because I'm missing out on encouragement from you. So build each other up, encourage each other, participate in the work of the Lord. Number two. Come on a trip to Belize with us next year, okay? You have brothers and sisters in Christ thousands of miles from here that love you guys even though they don't know you. The way they talk about our church and the rest of our church that they want to meet, it's crazy. Like, I can't wait to meet more people from your church when they come. Don't miss out. They want to encourage you in the Lord and receive encouragement from you. They are waiting to walk with you and minister to people in their area that need the hope of the gospel. Come and join them. Join us. It's, it's awesome. Hebrews talks about not giving up meeting together, but to encourage each other daily, as long as, as it is called today. And we're called to bear each other's burdens. So that's that's really what happened here with this trip. And as a result of that, we saw people come to Christ, and and people's commitment to the Lord renewed. God is good. Amen? Let's do that here. It's it's probably about a year before our next police trip. You can start thinking about it and and working on money now. But the Lord has stuff for you here, um, even this coming week, to do for him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for all of the good and wonderful things that you are doing all around the world in so many different countries. Um, Thank you for your love for your church. Lord, how you um, work things out and you bring people together, um, how you use uh, your body to encourage each other. God, we ask for your grace to be upon us as a church, that we would be able to walk in love and encouragement, that we would build each other up and not tear each other down. Father, thank you for, for Pastor Smith and Pastor West and their churches, and we ask for your blessing to be upon them in their services this morning. God, continue to give us vision and purpose, and unite our churches together to minister your gospel. God, we love you, and we just, we thank you and give you praise for the work that you are doing, that you've done on this trip. Thank you that there are people that came to know you, and that there's rejoicing in heaven. God, we ask now for your Holy Spirit to empower us and embolden us as we uh, leave here, as we encourage each other after church, as we go out of here and into the rest of the world. God, help us to be your witnesses. In Jesus' name. Amen.